Afterwards, Wolf and Terry couldn't decide whether little Tommy's slightly offbeat request about the green and blue nightlight, that later came to be called the ghost light, had come before or after the first dinner table talk about ghosts with the white-haired old man, Wolf's widowed Professor Emeritus father, Cassius Kruger, a four-years reformed alcoholic, in the living room of the latter's dark, too big, rather spooky house on the steep wooded hillside of Canyon Narrow Goodland Valley up in Marin County, just north of San Francisco, that was subject to mudslides during seasons of heavy rain. For one thing, there'd been more than one such conversation scattered over several evenings, and they'd been quite low-key and unscary, at least at first, more about memorable literary ghost stories than real or purported ghosts, so that neither Terry nor Wolf had been particularly worried about Tommy being disturbed by them. Little Tommy Kruger was a solemn, precocious four-year-old whose rather adult speech patterns hadn't yet been corrupted by school and the chatter of other kids. Although not particularly subject to night terrors, he'd always slept with a tiny light of some sort in the room, more his mother's idea than his. In his bedroom at his grandfather's, this was a small, weak bulb plugged in at floor level and cased in tiny panes of dark green and deep blue glass, set in tin, edges crafted in Mexico. When in the course of the putting-to-bed ritual on the second or third or maybe fourth night of their visit, Wolf knelt to switch on the thing. Tommy said, Don't do that, Pa. I don't want it tonight. Wolf looked up at his tucked-in son questioningly. Terry had a thought based on her own unspoken feeling about the light. Don't you like the colors, Tommy? she asked. Wolf, there's a plug-in fixture like this one only with milky white glass under that strange old painting of your mother in the living room. I'm sure your father wouldn't mind if we changed. No, don't do that, Tommy interrupted. I don't mind these colors at all, Ma, really. I just don't want a light tonight. Should I take this one away? Wolf asked. No, don't do that, Pa. Please, leave it there, but don't turn it on. But leave the door to the hall open a little. Right, his father affirmed vigorously. When goodnight kisses were done, and they were safely beyond Tommy's hearing, Wolf said, I guess Tom's decided he's too grown up to need a light to sleep by. Maybe, yes, I guess so, Terry agreed somewhat reluctantly but I'm glad it's off anyhow. Lonnie said it gave the room a corpse look, and I thought so too. Lonnie Mills was Terry Kruger's attractive younger sister. She'd come with them on their visit to meet Wolf's father, but had decided the day before that she needed to get back to campus a couple of days before winter vacation ended at the Oregon College where she was a sophomore. Terry added, frowning, but why did he make a thing of your not taking the fixture away? Obvious, Wolf grinned. Little guy's keeping his options open. So, if he should get scared, it's there to turn on. Good thinking. Also shows the colors don't bother him. Why'd Lonnie think of blue and green as corpse colors, I wonder? You've seen a fresh-drowned person, haven't you? Terry responded lightly. But why don't you ask Cassius that one? It's the sort of question gets him talking. Right, Wolf agreed, without rancor. Maybe I will. And true enough, there had been a couple of times during the visit, though not as many as Wolf had feared, 
When conversation had languished, and they'd been grateful for any topic that would get it going again, such as oddities of psychology, Cassius's academic field, or ghost stories, in which they all seemed to share an interest. Matter of fact, the visit was for Wolf, one of ultimate reconciliation with his father, after a near separation from both parents for a period of twenty years or so, while Terry was meeting her father-in-law, and Tommy, his grandfather, for the first time. The background for this was simply that the marriage of Wolf's father and mother, Cassius Kruger and Helen Hostelford, had progressively become, after Wolf's early childhood, a more and more unhappy, desperately quarrelsome, and alcoholic one, full of long, cold estrangements and fleeting reconciliations.